This episode is sponsored by Beard Guys. They make oils, creams, mustache, uh, wax, uh, several things like that. Um, they sent me some samples, um, and my beard smells awesome. It's super soft. It's um, everything they advertise. Um, so if you want, if you have a majestic beard and you want to uh, make it better, uh, go to BeardGuys.com with the Z, B-E-A-R-D-G-U-Y-Z.com. Hey, this is Jordan Belfort, the real Wolf of Wall Street, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Welcome back to the greatest show in the universe. Uh, today, we have um, LA comedian Joseph P. Larkin on the show. How are you doing? Super good. How are you? Uh, good, man. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you asked that. I appreciate that. <laughs> but, uh, I try. <laughs> but you're probably one of the funniest people I have on my Facebook right now, uh, which I don't know if that says anything, but it, like, to, me, to me, it does. Like, I don't know... Uh, it's like it could be like who, everyone else could just be not funny, but I don't think I think I have some people in here. I want to read a couple of your statuses and start this off like uh, just proper, like uh, just going through. Uh, it's two twenty-seven a.m. Woke up to say fuck you. That's <laughs> true. That's good. Uh, where's the okay? You you have this thing where you keep talking about your husband's boyfriend the whole time, like when you were making fun of things, and I think that sh- that premise. My girlfriend's you have, boyfriend. Your girlfriend's boyfriend. Yeah, that shit. That premise <laughs> it's is not fucking weird, a- dude. <laughs> Dude, I know. That premise is fucking hilarious, dude. You'll be like, uh, I'm trying to find some examples of it, but I'm going to go through here. It's, uh, I'm just reading through your stuff. It's like, you have some of the best statuses I've ever seen. Like, honestly, like, uh, like they're like hilarious as fuck. And like, they, like, cause I'll just see a bunch of people crying like in my feed. And then it'll be like, oh, one sentence you say that just makes it worth reading my newsfeed. I feel like. Wow. That's high praise. Thank you. Yeah, cause I, I don't find anything redeeming about social media. <laughs> like this. This one right here, democracy was nice before liberals got their hands on it. <laughs> yeah, it's not democracy anymore. Now I understand why there used to be a monarchy. Because most people are dipshits. That's they probably need how daddy to tell them what to fucking think. That's what it's seeming like right now, anyway. Mm-hmm. And then uh, pro-maskers are the same people who cock-block dudes at the bar because they're not getting pussy. <laughs> 100%. These dudes weren't even leaving the house anyway. So they love quarantine. Now they're like, good, you can stay home and not get laid like I don't get laid, motherfucker. That's what I think it is. I think that's what it's all about. It's like the only people I see wearing masks are either people that are clearly stupid, like dumb people, like Raider Nation t-shirt wearing people, or the cowards, (laughs) the cowards of the community, like the losers, the fucking dumbasses. It's never like some esteemed, respectable person that's pushing for the mass. It's always a loser. And also, I was thinking it is losers pushing for the quarantine, too, because they're making more money off of the government right now, off the government teeth, than they made at their job. So, yeah, why bother going back to work? No, definitely. Socialism benefits losers, it seems like, for sure. Or at least immediately seems like it. Uh, this, this one, too. If being stupid were a crime, the streets of, uh, of the United States would perpetually be empty. Or would be perpetually empty. I lo- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> if the quarantine and the masks and stuff like that have taught me anything, it's that there's a sucker born every single fucking minute. Everyone's stupid. You know, do you ever see these guys wearing the masks and they're riding a bicycle down the street? How are you protecting anyone else from your germs? <laughs> Why are you wearing a mask? <laughs> no, it's, it's insane. Yeah, a dirty piece of fabric is the only thing keeping us alive. Madness. That's so insane. I, it makes me wonder if our elected officials just have some, like, stocks in the mask-making industry, and they just want to make some fucking change. That's what it's – at least there'd be a benefit to it. 
lot of fun. Politically correct comedy is never funny. I like that one a lot. I agree with that one. That's very true. The comedy is only funny when it's honest, and honesty is oftentimes painful. So politically correct comedy can never be funny because it tries to eschew pain as much as possible, which is impossible and stupid. No, I agree with you 100%. I hate censorship. It's funny. Yep. Uh, let's see. Charles Manson has a pleasant singing voice. I don't know if that was an observation or a joke, but it made me laugh still. Like, like, it's both. He <laughs> does, you know, if that guy had just gotten nurtured for his singing career, we could have avoided a whole lot of nastiness in the 60s. <laughs> Dude, he was so close to being a rock star. He was like, he was like almost to the Beach Boys label and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. He was so close to being a rock Dude, star. Dude, they recorded some of his songs. And what really set Charlie off is that they changed the lyrics. <laughs> so that's ultimately why Charlie wanted to go on a killing spree. He was ultimately just a, 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 a disgruntled artist, just like Hitler. Just like <laughs> just like Joseph P. Larkin. Do you guys want to avoid another Hitler? Support my stand-up comedy, goddammit. <laughs> or someone's going to have to die. <laughs> I like this one too. Uh, couples Halloween costume idea. Hunter Biden in a giant meth pipe. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Classic. When these liberals fuck up, and they fuck up big time, like they get caught smoking meth, for instance, or whatever, or jerking off on the Zoom, they never get fired. They never get fired. Why do we get fired if we're late for work? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, cancel culture only applies to Republicans. It's true. (laughs) It's true. Only we're accountable for actions. It's the liberals that are doing way worse shit, dude. All the rapists and the pedophiles, they've all been liberals. Yeah. Every single one of them. And I wanted to say this, you know, uh, I'm not normally a voter, but I did register to vote this year, and I've registered in California as an independent. But I'll probably vote for Trump, and uh, here's why. He did two things right. He helped our economy. He did a good job with the economy before they destroyed it. But he did do a good job with the economy, and he outed a bunch of sexual predators. You know? Facts. He did something that would never have ever, ever happened in a million years if Hillary Clinton had been the president or anyone else had been the president. So those accomplishments are monumental, and they make me want to see more. I want to see what he's got up his sleeve for a second term. But also, I just wanted to say this. The reason I registered to vote is not to vote for the president, because who gives a fuck? He's just a puppet. He's just a Zionist puppet, so it doesn't matter who the president is. But you got to vote in your local elections. This is where people really get fucked. People like Nancy Pelosi have been in office for 44 years or some crazy shit like that. That's longer than I've been alive. She's fucking clueless. She can't walk on her own. She can't stand up without help. This, <laughs> this person is geriatric. So you got to vote in your local elections so you can stop people like that from being in office for decades. And also, we need to change our our term limits. It's fucking crazy that these idiots are in office. Joe Biden's been in office for goddamn 50 years now or something in various capitulations. Why would we want to make him the president when the world has gotten increasingly worse (laughs) under his tutelage in those other occupations? You know what I'm saying? 
No, it's funny and true. I, I agree with 100% what they're saying. Like Nancy Pelosi, definitely, Nancy Pelosi definitely has handlers, seems drunk half the time, has been in office over 40 years, and nothing, it's, it's been going downhill, if people haven't noticed. <laughs> like, uh, I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> are you the only... I um, outside every day. Are you the only voter, uh, are you the only Trump voter in Los Angeles, or are there others of you? Oh, no. There's so many Trump voters that just won't admit it, because they're afraid they'll be ostracized. But I've already been ostracized by my peers, so I don't care. Yeah, it's fun. I don't surprising. care. But also, you know, uh, it's so clear that at least it'll be more fun <laughs> if Trump is reelected. Like, at least if you have a sense of fun, we should see what this guy does. People like to say that he's stupid or he's an idiot or a monster. But guess what? He's the perfect reflection of America, <laughs> modern America, I've ever seen. He's on Twitter all day. He, you know, he's on social media all day. He eats McDonald's every single fucking meal. Okay. Right. This guy is America. I think maybe that's why people hate him because they feel um, insecure about the fact that he is them, especially uh-huh. Hollywood people. Oh yeah. No, for sure. The, the only two people in LA I know voting for Donald Trump that have told me personally are you and uh, one of the LA Kings. <laughs> well, I, I've never voted before. I'm going to vote now. But I live in California where it's impossible to ignore the citizen's duty <laughs> in, in um, maintaining the political spectrum or whatever. We need to vote because the people that are voting right now are idiots and they're not voting for anyone's best interests. It's fucking crazy out here. You know, before the, um, before the Zoom call, I went out and purchased, you know, some alcohol or whatever and some weed. And it's just, you know, a a two block walk. I see probably 15 homeless people in that two block radius. And these aren't nice homeless people. I don't know what the homeless people are like around the rest of the country, but here they're deadbeats. They come here because we give them all these benefits and all this free money and free phones and all this free shit. So this is like, this is like the Mad Max of homelessness. These are the top dogs, the alpha male, apex predator homeless motherfuckers. So they're all aggressive. They're all super fucked up on meth. Meth is a, <laughs> meth is a fucking scourge on this country, like the which we've never seen before. It's unreal. Um, so they're yelling at you all the time. Every time you leave the house, someone is yelling at you or they're yelling at a shadow. <laughs> and it's disgusting i don't understand why the average californian is okay with these poor fuckers who are clearly mentally ill being stuck out on the street screaming all day that's not humane it's not right uh what are we what you know we pay the most taxes in the entire fucking country so how is it possible that none of these taxes go towards fixing the road helping the homeless getting them into a fucking asylum or a rehab? Why are they just left out on the street all day to, to create these, like, they make, like, Lego, Lego, Lego trash. I don't know what else to say. It's like they're making <laughs> these gigantic pyramids of trash everywhere. And it's not okay for them to have to live like that. It's fucked up. Um, that's my rant for right now. <laughs> that's, it, it's all that's what I mean. If, you know, if you're not voting... I, if you're not voting your local election, I don't care who you vote for for the president, you're really kind of tying your arm backwards. 
that's all I wanted to say. Nice. I, I've seen it. I've seen the local the local economy get destroyed by the local government. The quality of life has been destroyed by the government. And it's time for an actual change. I don't understand why other people are so tolerant of this, especially people that have lived in California all their lives. I think they're like scared into submission of being stupid, basically. Like, like these people, like like some people are already stupid, but like they get scared and they're even more stupid. And then they, they just make bad decisions, like uh, like yelling at people to wear a mask or something. Like they're like, this dirty piece of fabric makes me immortal. <laughs> like it's oh, like, yeah, it's so madness. They cling, they cling to it. It's all about control. Definitely. It's about control because the only people yelling about masks, like I said, are the losers of the world. It's no winners. Yeah. <laughs> it's no like Fortune 500 company dudes say, wear a mask, blah, blah, blah. They don't wear a mask. Yeah, be a billionaire philanthropist like me and wear a mask. You don't hear any of that. You see a bunch of people, you already, a bunch of Karens. It's like a flock of Karens, basically. <laughs> a flock of Karens. <laughs> the <laughs> whole go- world is Karens. It, it seems like it. We're going to go back to some of your stats. This is, it's a lot funnier than I am. Like, uh, women are to comedy what the Foo Fighters are to rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, they rule. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so funny. I love it. Okay, so you're talking. It says the Taco Bell by my house still sells Mexican pizza. What, uh, what's up, ladies? Oh, yeah. Hashtag single. <laughs> yeah, ladies, what do you bring to this relationship? Is that a mating call? Is that uh, like, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. I love that, dude. No, you literally have the like the funniest statuses, dude. Like, uh, guy, guy, guys who drive pickup trucks have have penises that are innies. That's a fact. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys that do all the voting. That's what I think. Dude, yeah, that shit's funny. And then like this one, sex is so twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's over. It's over. <laughs> uh, so I just let it go, man. We'll see what twenty twenty one, you know has for in store for us but that's funny this one's good too marilyn manson is just billy corgan in drag <laughs> it's facts you know what and there's not even anyone as edgy as that on tv anymore <laughs> like marilyn manson was just a joke he's just a painted clown he's a he's a clown crying on the inside or whatever uh i have a thing for marilyn manson because i actually see him in person and also he played in my hometown of Slidell, louisiana during the fucking, uh, what was that stupid, the first album tour, whatever that stupid album was called, The Spooky Kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he played in my hometown at the bar that my dad used to drink at. But anyway, so I have kind of a weird obsession because of that. And also, I, one time I saw him at a comic book store, and I thought, whoa, the Prince of Darkness is fucking shopping for comic books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of his too. How edgy was, and scary. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I once saw Marilyn Manson at a comic book store. Your mighty edgelord is a fat, pale, middle-aged dude. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. This one, dude, dude I, family, family Guy is so desperately unfunny, you'd think it was created by a woman. There are funny women, by the way, if anyone's listening. <laughs> so, so how soon until you're canceled, do you think? Because like, you're, you're like the last person with a sense of humor, I think. Oh, I was already canceled. That's why I can can- say whatever I want. I've been canceled <laughs> for like eight years. I'm not kidding when I say in the last six years, the only place that has consistently booked me is the comedy store. So that's credit to the comedy store. Uh, that run ended this year, though. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> now no one's getting booked. But um, yeah, they're the only place on the fucking planet that seems to be okay with, let's say, edgier humor. I hate that word, edgy, but that's what it is. You know, I'm not do- I'm not doing jokes that are meant to make you feel. Um, I don't know. 
blinded from reality, let's say. My jokes are real, so sometimes they do bum you out, but that's okay. It's good to feel bummed out while you laugh. That's, I think that's what the point of humor is, if that makes sense. No, I get it. I get it. I like this one, this one too for uh, rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. I fucked him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like Eddie Van Halen? Were you sad when he died? No, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not. I don't like praise guitar players really. I mean, I'm, I'm like it's sad when anybody dies for like his family's sake and stuff. But I'm not like a person who's like, man, that guy plays guitar really good. I'm not that guy, you know. Yeah. Maybe much younger. What do you like instead? Uh, myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, that sounds good. That sounds good. You know, I remember. When I was a teenager, I remember reading this quote from Prince where, he's, where they asked Prince, what kind of new music are you listening to? And he goes, when I want to hear new music, I make new music. And I thought, what a dick. But now that I'm a stand-up comedian, I never look at any other one else's stand-up comedy. I don't watch anything. And when I want new stand-up comedy, I just write some. That's a great point. I mean, the be the entertainment you want to see in the world for sure. Dude, so is that, you, is that you smoking weed at Rodney Dangerfield's uh, grave as one of your featured photos on there? Oh, yeah. I've done it many times. Whenever I, uh, I feel like I lack inspiration, I go to this graveyard in Westwood, in, uh, uh, in Westwood, California. And that's where Roddy Dangerfield is buried. Walter Matthau is buried. Jack Lemmon is buried. Frank Zappa is buried there. John Cassavetes is buried there. Marilyn Monroe is buried there. And Never then also her. Dino. What's his name? Uh, Dean Dino? Martin. Dino from the Rat Pack. Oh, oh Dean Martin. And also, fucking Hugh Hefner. Think, listen to this fucking creepy. This is the simpiest thing I've ever heard. Hugh Hefner was a simp because he insisted on getting buried next to Marilyn Monroe. Now, Marilyn Monroe died 50 years before fucking Hugh Hefner. I assure you, she did not sign off on that. <laughs> There's no fucking way. But at the same time, I kind of get it because she made Hugh Hefner. Yeah, she was the first uh, cover girl of Playboy, I think. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's that must have been wild back in the day because she was such a huge movie star. Or maybe she was just becoming a huge movie star and then all of a sudden you got to see her tits. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Even, even, in, even in death, you have to join the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> even in death, you get disrespected. That's why Zappa <laughs> is the coolest because he doesn't have a grave. They, someone just puts out a pumpkin like a fan puts out a pumpkin and that's where he's buried. It's unmarked. And Cassavetes is not unmarked, but it's hard to find. That's a cool, that's a cool person to me that they, uh, I don't know. They don't even want to be bothered in death. You know what I mean? They're over it. <laughs> the status Fame is bullshit. Long story short. No, it is. It's true. This, this status too is like dog mom is the saddest combination of words in the English language. <laughs> yeah. This one, this one, people. These do are the ones I like. On earth to do. Dude, yeah. <laughs> these, these are the ones I like too. It's like, my wife's boyfriend says America was never great to begin with. Like those, yeah. those, those just make me laugh, dude. Like, my wife's boyfriend hates Christopher Columbus. <laughs> well, you know, to us, that's funny, but other people post that for real. Like, that's not a joke to them. They yeah. have a wife's boyfriend, and they say these cliched, stupid slogans. America was never great to begin with. Well, are you fucking nuts, dude? Just go to Canada alone and tell me America is not awesome. Go to Mexico. Go. These are accessible other countries that you can see how much it sucks compared to the awesomeness of America. No, I definitely. Very much. No, I stand by that, dude. Uh, and th- this one sounds like the premise for like an indie film. It goes, listening to the gin blossoms of my local McDonald's, wondering why everyone hates white people so much. 
But why do they? We gave the world McDonald's and Jim Blossoms. <laughs> Those things are awesome, right? Yeah, peak American contributions. like For sure. Well, maybe not McDonald's, but the Jim Blossoms for sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> that one was – the Jim Blossoms are a crazy story because basically like, it was like a guy wrote, wrote an album about a girl that broke his heart, and then like, they kicked him out of the band and toured off of it for like, four, like, for, like decades. I know, and he killed himself. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, cr- dude. Uh, he was so he was a very very bitter mean drunk so that's why he got kicked out of the band but also when they <laughs> when they they tried to go out on tour and the they after they kicked him out he put sugar in their gas tank and destroyed their van <laughs> so he was kind of a douchebag too i'm not saying you two wrongs don't make a right jim blossoms that's all i'm saying <laughs> That's hilarious. This one right here, my, my wife's boyfriend wears a mask even when he's on the toilet. <laughs> like, I don't know why. They, why does that make me laugh? That just makes me. <laughs> that, that concept just makes me laugh for some reason. It's like, like I don't know, man. Like, like, it's good to have like some kind of humor in, in uh in my life. Because like, I feel a lot of people will just like say they, they do comedy, but they just they don't even even make me laugh. Like, yeah, I'm a comedian, yeah. but if they don't make me laugh, like your your stats is legit. Like, and, and they may even be stupid. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying they're smart or anything, but I just think they're fucking funny. And that's all comedy has to be. They're definitely stupid. It's like I, and I'm, I wasn't. I'm saying I wasn't ruling it out. I'm not. I'm not saying that, but I'm not ruling it out. But I was just saying, like, I feel like uh, at least makes me laugh. Like when I'm, when I'm reading this stuff, like I and I hear, hear a bunch of hack stuff. On, I've, got, I've got a lot of comedians on my Facebook, so I'll read a bunch of hack stuff where there's like, like I can't even believe Republicans. <laughs> like basically, it's like most of the humor is like it's basically like anti-Trump praise Beyonce bullshit. It's it's like Trump bad, Beyonce good. And if you and if you don't accept my accepting culture, I won't accept you. <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, it's like why, they, they, why won't they accept my homophobia? <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept you for being gay if you accept me for not accepting you for being gay. How's that? Can we can we compromise? <laughs> That's hilarious. You're gonna, you're gonna get kicked out of LA after this, probably. Well, I wanted to say this though. That I, I, you know, gay people have a sense of humor. That part that part always really bothers me is that whenever people get offended on behalf of gay people or black people, I want to say they have a great sense of humor. And if you had some for friends, you know that (laughs) they like mean humor. Everybody likes mean humor. If you're a human, you like getting roasted. It's just part of our, I don't know, our like DNA or something like that. It's how you show your friends with somebody you fuck with them. No, that's real. I mean, and I think that's the problem too. Is like a lot of the, a lot of like, let's say, just for the sake of like what we're saying, like a, a racial humor, like uh, like making uh, making gay jokes or like that. Like, it's never like a black person or a gay person be like, dude, that actually offended me. It's like it's like some girl that looks like a lesbian who's just like it was like it was like what what it's a white girl. Yeah, it's like usually it's a yeah. white girl, which I think is even more racist. No, I like, think they are, are racist. Why are you speaking on behalf of black people? You think that black people can't speak for themselves? Yeah, no, all I my think black friends said that they were like, dude. You know, a lot of these BLM protesters are cringy because they're acting like we can't go out and protest ourselves. No, it's totally, yeah, it's exactly it's true. It's condescending. No, it is. And I think that, like, um, and if race comes up in a conversation, typically when it's not even being mentioned, I think that that person's typically racist. Like, they're like, like oh, my God, do you say that around black people? I'm like, do I say what around black people? It's like, yeah. It's, it's, I don't it's, think about black people when I'm around other people. Like, I just think <laughs> of people. Yeah, it's so weird. It's almost like they're trying to mask how racist they are and how and how much they feel they're they're better or scared of these people. Like it could be a fear sure. potentially, but it seems like a There's projection. There's a lot of projection going on, dude. One hundred percent. That definitely is what it seems like. Uh, and like, dude, now I'm gonna keep going through a couple more stances. Like, what else we got? Uh, 
not to brag, I've been to the same room as Tori Spelling, and it was a basement. <laughs> Is that That's a real story? True. I had a feeling That's it was. That's actually true. Can you believe that? You know, I did. I, 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 I can't stop you for a second. Yeah. Because, you know, when I was a teenager, I never could have guessed that I would grow up and get hit on by Mr. Belding. That's crazy. I moved to L.A. and I've interacted now with two members of the Saved by the Bell cast, Mr. Belding and Tori Spelding. Spelling, excuse me. Spelding. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Belding was too friendly. Okay? He was too friendly. Tori Spelling was so unfriendly. We were told not to look at her in the face. Don't look at Tori when she walks by. I swear to God, I interacted more with her fucking children and maybe her husband, but I did not interact with Tori because we weren't allowed to talk to her or look at her. That's so crazy. But the other thing I wanted to say is this, that fucking Tori inconvenienced me because we used to, um, you know, back when the world was normal, we used to have a podcast at the in the basement of the comedy store. And then Tori Spelling's husband had a podcast in the basement of the comedy store so one day she was the guest and man, she fucking stole like 20 minutes off the hour podcast, hour scheduling time. And so if you're ever watching this, I just want to say, fuck you, Tori Spelling, you fucking privileged, overhyped whore. <laughs> <laughs> so is that the basement you met her in was the comedy store basement? Yep. That's hilarious. That's a... to, I, I shouldn't say that I met her. We didn't get to meet her. We were told explicitly, don't look at her. <laughs> That's insane. That's so insane. Could you imagine having... Like, we're, like, there's a whole group of people on the, in the basement looking at the fucking floor. They're all looking at their feet because of Tori Spelling coming out <laughs> of the studio. <laughs> Dude, that's so crazy. I was on a, I, I was like in an episode of Chicago PD one time, and like they did, they said the same thing about the stars of Chicago PD. They're like, they're like, uh, they're like don't look at these people. And like, I, I'm just, I don't follow any of those rules. I feel like, I, I feel like it's just weird to, to not look at somebody. I just, I could, I can't control it. I feel like it's like a weird thing. It's like, it's like, I'm not good at being a bitch. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm not programmed to like, I couldn't imagine the kind of ego it would take for somebody to feel like they're that important where you couldn't even look at them. That's oh, like, I love it. Maybe they're just weird introverts. Because I would love it if no one ever looked at me. <laughs> You're like, actually, I'm going to do that. Great. You're like, actually, don't look at me during this podcast. <laughs> well, you know, it's not like I'm a fan of Tori Spelling. And, you know, no I is. also wanted to say, I, I've had a lot of celebrity encounters since I've lived here. I've lived here for 11 years, so I see celebrities all the time. But the, one of the better ones was Ministries Al Jorgensen, the singer of Ministry. He shops in my neighborhood, Ralph's. And I saw him at the grocery store and we did that thing where he knows I know who he is. Like I look like I'm from the demographic of ministry listeners. Yeah. So he knows that I know who he is. And then he, he goes to the checkout counter and asks the guy to close the checkout counter. So I can't get in line after him, but I wasn't going to say anything to you. <laughs> like <laughs> Al Jorgensen, if you're watching this, I wasn't going to say anything to you, except this, that Antifa song was really stupid. That was embarrassing, dude. Like, how could you be the same guy? <laughs> how could you be the same guy that did whatever? All this, you did songs with William S. Burroughs, and now you're doing songs about Antifa? <laughs> that is, yeah, that is weird. Like, I, I wonder how much you got paid for that. That's what I want to know. The CIA paid him to fucking write that song, or the FBI, or something like that. That's what it seems like. <laughs> the older you get, the more your heroes just turn into these, like, like 
they're not just sellouts. They're like the ultimate sellouts. They sell out in ways that you couldn't have even imagined. Like I remember Pearl Jam put out an album where they, it was only released in Target. That's, that's like the ultimate sellout. Like what? Aren't you the guys who didn't used to make music videos? Cause you said it was too like, you know, Hollywood. Now you sell your records exclusively at Target. That's fucking weird. No, that is weird. That, that I couldn't imagine trying to sell music, let alone at Target. Well, at this point, where do people buy music? At they Target, they put they at least put out like five new CDs. Yeah. Whereas, sure. like, there's no CDs at Best Buy anymore. There's no CDs. At, there might not be CDs at Walmart. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't been to a Best Buy or Walmart to verify that. But I, but I do I do know that it's insane. I couldn't imagine having a band right now. It's like it's like uh, imagine being like forty and being like, yeah, man, you would come see my band. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like i don't know it's not what i mean i'm glad that dream never worked out I, at one point i did want to be in a band but I'm, I'm glad it didn't work out for me to be honest with you i'm glad that i failed at that so that now i can do other things yeah what was your instrument um i played guitar uh, kind of i don't know if i played it well but i at least tried to play guitar i play theremin theremin let's sort of band I right now theremin and jug. <laughs> the theremin and the what and a jug, jug. where are you from jug. kentucky or some shit where are you from <laughs> I'm from Louisiana, actually. Same thing. So Same basically, thing. yeah, I am yeah. from Kentucky. <laughs> so basically, yeah. That's funny. Actually, you look like you're from Kentucky, and I look like I'm from Louisiana. Like, you're, like, deep, deeper into the Appalachians than I am with that beard. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to be. I'm, at, I'm in the Ozark Mountains. Close. I'm close how to the Ozark Mountains. That, I mean, how long did it take to grow that beard? It's actually, like, it's way less work than you think. You actually do less work not doing it. Because I don't do anything. I just don't, I don't cut my hair or anything. So it's just, like. It's actually way less work than it used to be. I don't have to uh, pretend to care. You know, I, I, you know, incidentally, I wanted to say this. I, I was looking at your website and I saw the the guest list for this podcast, mm-hmm. and it was really interesting because it was like, it would be like porn star, porn star, Camhor, porn star, the singer for Less Than Jake. <laughs> I was like, well, this is a motley crew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, today, today so far I've interviewed you and uh, Doug Stanhope. <laughs> like, oh, nice. So yeah, we're I saw that you did it. that yesterday or something, right? Doug yeah, Stanhope? yeah, yeah. We're killing it right now. We got uh, a bunch of funny comedians today. Like, I'm, I'm like, like, like you're probably the funniest comedian I, I, I've, I've found recently. I feel like I found. I feel like you've existed previously. <laughs> but like, oh, but I, I have. But, uh, I exist for sure. But I feel like I found. I recently found out about you. You're probably one of my favorite comedians. I just, I want to see a set eventually or something. But like, I just from your jokes you write, just crack me up. Like it's like a, it's a good like daily humor. And I haven't, I haven't had that in a while because everybody's been like so cocked with like uh, jokes. They, they're, they're afraid to be funny right now, almost or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that people are afraid to be funny, but also I don't think anyone cares about my political beliefs. Even I don't care about them. I don't act on them. Like this one's you great I mean? too. It's like this one's great too. It's like your dog is not a proper substitute for a child. <laughs> not. <laughs> and it's also true, but it's hilarious. Like it's sad. <laughs> it By is. the way, I have two cats, so it's not like I don't understand dog owners. You, you don't have to. You don't have to make. It, I accept you for who you are, man. You don't have to. You don't have to preach the. <laughs> you don't have to preach the people. You're like I'm actually like when I make fun of shitty people, I'm actually a shitty person. That's how everybody does. They're like they're like, like no, it's okay. I'm black. I can make fun of black people. You can make fun of black people. And also non-black people can make fun of black people too. Right. We can do whatever we want for a little while longer. This one's good too. It's like, I cannot uh, overstate how uninteresting, excuse me, I can't talk. I cannot overstate how uninteresting your opinion of Donald Trump is. (laughs) Yeah. 
I don't care either way. If you like him, don't like him. He's just a public figure. He means nothing in the long run. That's so funny. No one does. That's <laughs> None fair. <of> us do. <laughs> no, that's real as fuck, dude. Um, well, before we talk for like nine more hours, like, like you're actually, uh, do you want to throw any social media or places people can find anything you're doing or something like that? Like, oh yeah, well, don't go to my Twitter, but I will tell you something funny. My Twitter handle is at white male, and I joined Twitter in 2007. So at white male meant something very fucking different <laughs> when I joined Twitter. So basically I was like the first guy to get shadow banned. I know I was. Um, but the original joke was that I meant that I was a white male, like a bland description of someone. And then my profile picture was an Asian guy. That was the original joke. And then when I started doing comedy, I, I put my own picture on there and now I'm a white supremacist. That's weird. So what are you going to do? So fuck Twitter. I don't use Twitter. It's a toxic hellhole of swirling hate. Um, I do use Instagram and I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> so I would say look for me at Joseph P. Larkin. And then also I'm on, I have a podcast with my friends. I think I briefly mentioned it. We used to do it at the, in the basement of the comedy store, but now we can't because there is no basement. <laughs> they took all that shit out of there. So now they took all the shit out of the basements because they're broadcasting the, the comedy from the window. Like we were living in very surrealistic times, my friend, where the only way you can watch comedy at the comedy store, which by the way, only does comedy. The only way you can see comedy there is through a fucking glass window. It's weird. I don't know why we're allowing this to happen for the entire year. The whole year has been fucked for no reason. But anyway, the podcast is called We Three Trolls, and it's super funny. And uh, my co-hosts are super funny, and uh, that's that. It's probably the last bastion of free speech, uh, to be honest with you. Whenever we have a guest on, we just tell them, yo, you say what you want. <laughs> that's it. We can, we can talk about whatever you want. You can say the N-word. You can say the C-word. <laughs> you can say any word. And you should be able to as a comedian, just as long as it's funny. That's it. Make it funny.